Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Well, because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, so today's episode is Latina Barbie on Childhood Part 2. Let's just get real. I will probably have about three or four more parts to this childhood story. What I realized was in my last episode, there was a lot that I was missing. I will probably go back and redo that maybe in a month or two. But for now, I want to take you on the next part of my life journey of seventh grade to about my senior year in high school, more so up until graduation. So let me take you in seventh grade. It was great. I met some great people that I'm still friends with. And then we began into eighth grade. I think I told you the whole story about me in a graduation dress looking like a football linebacker. If you want to reread, <laughs> revisit that story, you want to listen to my last episode on just childhood part one. So now I'm in eighth grade and you know, it's a huge step going into high school. That's where you really get your relationships, your friendships intact, because those are the friends that you hopefully will keep through for the next four years. I did realize very quickly that in order to have a great, you know, high school, I wanted to be involved with things. So two of my girlfriends and I decided to try out for the flag team. It was fun. I mean, every single day after school of eighth grade, we went up this hill, which was like the rite of passage, right, to ninth grade. I remember walking up this hill. Now remember, I'm chubby, so any hill that I'm walking, I'm totally going to remember it. And we would try out. We learned all these different routines, and then we tried out, and I got on the team. I was so excited. And I think it was more pressure because I knew my other two friends were going to make the team. You know, again, I hate saying this because this is not what my whole life is about, but I was chubby, and I just didn't think my chances were that great. But lo and behold, they were. Then it was really cool because the summertime, I actually got to meet a lot of, I want to say, upperclassmen. During that transition time of 8th to ninth grade, I really got to meet a lot of other freshmen and sophomores and juniors and, you know, of course, develop crushes on the seniors because it was like the drum line was like the seniors, like hotness. So I got into flags. Side note story, I remember being, um, I had to try on my outfit because they, I think they kind of customized the outfits. And I'm telling you, they were hideous. But we had a choice of either wearing the skirt and or pants. Along with that, we had to wear these high white like leather boots. One story that I left out on my childhood part one was how much of an influence other people had on what my physical outlook was. Another side note is I remember um, I was babysitting this boy who was like two years younger than me, so I don't even know why I was babysitting him, but it was him and his younger sister and younger brother. They were neighborhood kids. One of those comments that just stick out in my head was, well, of course I was wearing shorts. And I remember he said to me, your calves are so big. They look like you have basketballs in them. Okay, I'm gonna pause right there because that shit really hurts. It hurts so bad that I'm 46 years old and I still have a huge issue with my legs. I still won't wear shorts. And if I wear a skirt, I'm putting some tights on because my legs are ginormous. I know therapy will help me. Again, that's a different episode. But anyways, so you know, fast forward to my freshman year, they're trying on these these white leather knee-high boots. I have to get extra material in it to stretch them out. And that was a huge thing for me. In fact, you'll you'll realize in my other episodes just how much of a 
you know, an impact something like that does to somebody. So anyway, so that was my freshman year. Um, it was great. Met a lot of friends, met friends from other middle schools. And then my sophomore year, a lot of my friends from my middle school went to a different high school because it was brand new. So the class split. But you know what? I was really, really blessed with having all of my friends. I remember my sophomore year was great. My junior year was great. Actually, I think my sophomore year, I actually had my first like real, like signed by the owner paycheck. It was a yogurt, like a yogurt shop. And it was, um, I never forget, it was near like one of those video stores. It was really fun. And it was like an ice cream place. It was really cool. And they had another second location in a different area of town. I'll never forget, like that was one of my first crushes was there was a subway, a sub, not subway. It was like a submarina or some type of sub shop next to me. And so me and the guy would um, exchange sandwiches for like yogurts or Oh, and that yogurt shop, I got to tell you, I remember working that yogurt shop and it drove me nuts when somebody would ask for me to make a banana split. Like it literally gave me anxiety knowing that I had two or three people in line and one of those three people was going to ask me for a banana split. So hold the phone. Now I got to stop what I'm doing and make a freaking banana split, which was not easy. That was my whole uh, work thing. And then I started my junior year, everything was great. I wasn't in flags anymore. I realized that I wanted to really go into acting as far as theater, and I did a little bit of theater. And then um, I got my second job. So one of my really good friends, she started working at a gas station slash car wash and she got my other friend and I a job there. And I think within like two weeks, instead of working outside in the car wash, they moved me inside to the store. I don't know, maybe I had that responsible look on my face or something. So we all worked there. So many people from high school worked there. It was so much fun. Um, I loved it. In fact, it ended up paying for a lot of my, like, my cosmetology school. Again, a different episode. So that was there and then, oh, and I remember in junior year, was it junior year, is probably the time when I went to one of my first parties. And at the party, I remember this, well, first of all, I didn't realize that many kids in my grade drank and smoked pot. And I was, I will tell you, I was a little bit of a square, meaning my mom was super strict, <laughs> meaning um, you can either go out on a Friday or a Saturday, but you couldn't, I couldn't go out both nights. Um, and I'll never forget my first week of my senior year, my mom grounded me for a week of my first senior year. My first week of my senior year, she grounded me for a week because I didn't take the towels out of the dryer when the bell rang. Is that crazy? So of course, now you know who's all over the laundry, right? Me. So Anyways, and then we, I also had a second line. Oh, remember back in the day when you had call waiting and you, first of all, I thought I was cool because I had my own phone in my room, let alone call waiting, let alone my mom. She gave me like 15 minute limits. I had my own phone and I was, it was call waiting. So anyway, my mom was strict. Again, that'll be on the mom and dad um, episode coming up so probably soon. But so that was my junior year, my senior year, you know, working at the gas station. I, I didn't quite know what or where I wanted to do after I graduated. I will be honest with you. My first and only passion in life was I wanted to be an actress. And I always justified me not going to college by thinking I don't need a degree to go live in Los Angeles and become an actress. So I didn't really, I mean, I went to college, I went to junior college. The stipulation at home was this. My mom said, 
Mija, if you go to school, you don't have to pay rent. But if you're not going to go to school, I'm going to charge you rent. I was 18 years old, you guys. I had just graduated from high, from high school in June of 1992. And that was like the new rule. And lo and behold, let me just tell you all that also that if I was going to go to college, I was also going to pay for it myself. So either way, I was paying for something. Whether I was paying to live at my mom's and dad's or I was paying to go to school, but I was paying for something. But that was okay. I was making like, I think, $12 or $13 an hour at the gas station. So it was all good. Oh, let me just tell you what happened. First year when I was, the first Christmas I was working at the gas station, I was making some some money. Now we're not talking Amway babysitting money like I talked about in my first, in my last episode. I'm talking like a paycheck. Like we're talking like a couple hundred dollars. So I'll never forget it was that Christmas. I ended up shopping for myself. And in order for me to like, kind of like, you know, I guess not piss off my brothers. I have an older brother and a younger brother. We're all three years apart. Of course, I'm the middle, if you can't tell already. But I remember I bought myself a bunch of gifts and I wrapped them and I kept saying like, to me, from Santa, to me, from mom, to me, from mom and dad, from dad, uh, from Santa. So my brothers, especially my younger one, like he would count how many presents there were under the tree. And it's just so funny because they all thought I had all these gifts when really I just bought them myself. So that's just how my family is. Like we just, we joke around a lot like that. Yeah, that was, I just remember making some serious cash. I also want to tell you that in high school, this is not a pity party by any means, but I just want to kind of give you perspective on where I'm coming from. I didn't even go to homecoming or prom. I know, boo-hoo-hoo on me. Even when a lot of people ended up going to, I think, homecoming by themselves, it was like the thing to do was go with friends. Honestly, the picture of me in eighth grade with that peach poofy dress on me, thinking I look like a linebacker, it still haunted me up into my senior year where the last thing I wanted to do was put on another dress, let alone go out with other people. So I didn't go to prom, I didn't go to homecoming, I didn't go to any dances in high school actually. That was okay, so I tell myself, but you know, whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, so that was high school and, oh, and I was telling you about a party that I went to. There was this boy, um, I'm not gonna tell you his name because a couple of you who are listening to this will, will know who he is, but there was this boy, I'll never forget, Obviously, he was drinking because really, why would he do what he did to me? We're walking down the street. So just think of this. There's a, there's a little uh, town um, called Poway, and all, there's like a neighborhood with all these cul-de-sacs. And so like it was my first big party I went to. I was a junior, and everybody was drinking and getting high or whatever. But I remember I was walking out to my car, and I think a friend of mine was like walking ahead of me. And then this friend of mine, this guy, he had his arm around me and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, just remember, just think back in high school, for those of you who, who, you know, were or weren't late bloomers, like I was a total late bloomer. I just remember this guy, like he put his arm around me and he kissed me. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, of course I kissed him back, but we walked to the car. He left me, he like, let me go. And the next day, I was kind of weirded out. Like, what does this mean? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Is this just a friend of mine? Are we better? Are we more than just friends now? Like, I mean, I mean am I going to get married? So, so I'll never forget, like, the next day, he came to my gas station when I was working, and I was talking to him. And 
I just remember like, like I was almost trying to give him an, like an out, like, Hey, you know what? I know you were drinking and he was like, well, I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I wanted to kiss you and everything. And I was like, okay, again, you know, I was like the token chubby friend. Ask anybody that knows me. I'm, they'll never see me as a chubby person, or at least I hope they don't see me, but I was always like the fun, like party person, meaning like I would bring the party to wherever because I had fun. And here's the thing. I never had to really worry about what I was looking like at the time. I didn't have to worry about having the best clothes. I didn't have to worry about looking my best and being like the, the, because I was friends with everybody. And that was like my biggest thing for me was I treated everybody the same, like everybody the same. And so anyway, so he was telling me like, you know, he always wanted to kiss me and I was like, okay. And I said, you know, it's, it's fine. You know, like almost like you don't have to worry about it. Um, and we never spoke about it again. And that kind of weird. It was like one and done. I mean, now that I'm older, one and done means a lot of other things, but one and done kissing. Are you serious? That was the end of that. And then my senior year rolled around. I was involved with a couple of things. I had a really great group of friends. Um, I remember trying to buy a pack of cigarettes. Just hold on a second. Who who's listening to me right now? had that opportunity to go into a store and you kind of like wanted to prove to yourself that you already looked 18. I wasn't, I think I was like six, no, I was like 17, it was my senior year. And there was a group of like five of us that would go into like the certain liquor stores and try to buy cigarettes. And believe me, we thought we were the shit if we got a pack of cigarettes. Now, did we smoke them? No, to this day, I can't smoke anything. And I've tried, can't do it, it gets in my lungs. I don't know how to inhale, let alone exhale. So there you have it. Oh, let me tell you guys another story about burping. So I don't know how to burp. In fact, I really can't drink that many carbonated drinks because it kind of makes this So in my, like after high school and stuff, when I would kiss guys, cause I mean, I wasn't, you know, I did kiss some guys. I would always have to like, let them know like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, you might, you might feel or, or there might be a frog in my throat. So don't worry about it. But anyways, I just never learned how to burp. Um, my mom, I remember if my brothers and I like burped at the dinner table, she would literally like backhand us. So that was just something that we just never really did. I don't, I don't even know how to do it. So, um, I would leave myself in other ways. Um, but I'm not going to talk about that now. So there you have it. It was after my high school, um, still working at the gas station. Um, I signed up for my musical theater, junior high classes. And I, I, I had a good time. The sad part was a lot of my friends, they, they left our town. They all went away to college. And the only time I saw them was like the day before Thanksgiving, everybody would go to this like Irish pub and hang out and stuff and see each other again. And you know, it was, I wouldn't say like it was hard. Like I was like depressed, but maybe because I was busy working a lot and my friends were all away at college. It, there was a time where I think I only stayed in contact with a couple of friends. That was kind of hard because, you know, we didn't have social media, thank God, right? I mean, could you imagine the pictures that were taken back then? But we didn't have social media to, you know, like each other's comments. It was a phone. And even then, it wasn't even a cell phone. It was a landline. I just, yeah, it, it, you know, having the friends that I have now, I mean, it's come full circle. We've all like reconnected in some way or another. 
I'd like to think that it, it was me doing it, but you know, that's just the way life is, I guess, where you just kind of realize you've got friends for a certain time period. And then the friends that come back were the ones that were always meant to be. That was all about my, you know, high school years. And believe me, I'm, I know I'm missing a lot. So when I listen to this again, I'm sure I'm going to have to do childhood part three and childhood part four and five more episodes, right? Like you really want to hear more about everything, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and I will talk about my family because a lot of things happened with my family. I guess I could tell you a story now. I just remember my, was it my freshman year? Yeah, my freshman year, my parents were having some hard times um, and they were separated. And I think it was my freshman year or my sophomore year that my older brother was in a bike. Oh, you know what? It was my sophomore year, I think. My sophomore or junior year, my older brother was in a uh, mountain biking accident. I mean, to the point where he got life flighted to a hospital. And my dad came and picked us up and then we drove to the hospital. <laughs> Can I tell you, we went to the wrong hospital first, and then we realized my brother was at a different hospital. It was kind of funny, now that I look back at it. So I remember seeing my older brother in, in the bed and all scraped up and everything, and I remember my little brother couldn't even go into the hospital room because he just couldn't handle seeing his, his, his older brother there. When my older brother came home, I think that really got my parents to kind of, quote unquote, try to work it out. It was basically because of that accident, my parents, eventually they were going to get divorced. But there was a lot of emotional, I just remember kind of shutting down a lot with my parents. And, you know, when my older brother got home, it was a lot of therapy. I remember taking him out for walks. I remember he would like, I mean, we joke about it now, so I don't want you to think that we're heartless family, but we are a bantering family. And I just remember like putting him in the corner because he wanted to go for a walk. And I was like, I don't want to walk you and so and then one time I remember I remember coming home and my older brother was like out for a walk and nobody knew where he was it was bad I mean I think he still has a scar actually on his forehead there was definitely definitely some situations in my childhood in my life where situations that arose were kind of like coming full circle or sometimes they were kind of put on hold to handle what was going on in the family don't get me wrong my parents are great my parents I'll talk about my divorce at uh, my divorce my parents divorce um, oh, I don't know, April 17th, 1995. That just happened to be my 21st birthday, note to self. So not only am I celebrating my birthday on that day, but I'm also celebrating my parents' divorce. But I will tell you that my parents are really, really good friends. So, I mean, all holidays, everything. It's really, I have a really, really great family. So I think I'm gonna pause there and end this part of it because my young adulthood is when a lot of shit happened. Like we're talking, I lost my virginity. Um, but I don't really want to talk about all that right now because that's where a lot of changes happened in my life, like school and kind of finding myself and looking around for the opportunities that I maybe wouldn't have seen earlier, if that makes any sense. But I just hope that after listening to this episode that you, you know, took a nice little journey back to your high school and saw just the friends, maybe you even remember the friends that you had, the friends that have passed on. I know we had one, Mario Sharp, I'll never forget. I went to elementary school with him and I'll never forget, I think it was Halloween and I was running or attempting to run during PE class and the counselors came and got a couple of us and told us what had happened and that was really hard. He was about, I think he was a year or two older than me, but you know, when you know somebody from kindergarten and then all of a sudden they're not there, that was like my first 
real brush with, you know, you're here today, you know, gone tomorrow. And, oh, I didn't really want to think about that right now. So I'll have to have an episode on death because that's what I'll do. You know what, next episode or I don't know, maybe in a couple other episodes, I'll talk about the people that I've lost and just kind of had on my life and, well, I should say the impact that they've had on my life. Um, but that would be a really good episode. Latina Barbie honors the people who have passed in her life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you all deserve. Mwah.